For the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio, with your hosts Sean Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. It's that time of the week again for stoners. So sit back, relax, spark them if you got them, because the Way Highway is taking over the airwaves for the next hour for some cannabis comedy. I'm your boy, Sean Cowigan, with me as always as the one and only Kristen Sanchez, blowing the wafts of smoke, waving the wafts of smoke away. Get out of here, smoke. Kristen, hello. Hello, hello. As always, we're so happy to have you guys here. And if you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow Sean Cowig at Sean Cowig. You could follow me, Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X. And you could also follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway or send us an email at wayhighway at adobe.com. And let us know, um, you know, what, what's that secret desire that you have? What's the twinkle in your holiday eye? I want to know. Let us know. Let it snow almost sounds like let it snow. And maybe it's snowing where you are and we could have pictures of this. If you're stoned in the snow, send us a picture because I want to know. That's all um, that all rhymed. I didn't even mean it to. When Neil and I first started dating, um, Neil, my husband, uh, <laughs> I convinced him that I did not know that snow was real um, and that I thought it was movie magic for a moment. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's Hollywood. Like... Duh, it's not real. It's just, you know, it's movies. And he was like, she's so pretty. (laughs) Thankfully, it played out and I got the long con. He still doesn't know I think it's fake. I'm just kidding. It's totally real. (laughs) Real. Everything is real. For the love of God, get vaccinated. Oh, God. You say while taking a sip of tea. You spill the tea and then you sip the tea. And that's what I love about you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dude, Kristen, we have an incredible special guest today. Yo. (laughs) So. This is what you're getting. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. We happen to be sitting in the same room, which is not a normal thing for the podcast. As I do have my friend over at the house yeah <laughs> yay i i will not take offense if you look more at Kristen than at me Saul. i okay. understand <laughs> I, uh, I i just wanted everybody to know how uncomfortable I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right off the bat just so you know that's how we like to do it with all of our guests just as uncomfortable as we could possibly put you in a situation we just want to make sure that you're like wow i'm on edge um but you know that's what we're going for here at the way highway something you know, that cannabis does to someone yeah yeah back in the day it used to be me because i used to be the most stoned i've ever been trying to do a podcast uh not so much anymore because my tolerance has gone up and I'm not freebasing THC uh, uh, coconut oil anymore. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's progress. Yeah, it's it, pro- is progress. it is progress. It is progress. It is progress. progress. Look at me go. Do you think your listeners will accept me despite the fact I've never done weed? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Well, they need to have different standards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am such a phony being here. You guys should be more outraged. <laughs> I thought I, you brought me on here to make an example out of me. <laughs> we um we're a slight bit more chill than the like competitiveness that you're used to in uh in the schmodown. Uh mm-hmm. we don't have the uh the cutthroat and the like, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm gonna take you down. It's more like, hey guys, everyone's chill. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so um it's a no judgment zone here. Um but yeah. Okay. If you haven't done it, there's no judgment. This is just an experience. Wait, can I judge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should be judging. Trying to change who you are. (laughs) You should be judging us every step of the way. Yeah. All right, because that's like my favorite. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, You can't do that. Your thing, right? (laughs) Your entire thing. Wait, wait. Can you tell us a little bit about what the Schmodown is before we delve into this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie trivia Schmodown mm-hmm. is a competitive movie trivia contest. Mm-hmm. It is uh, loosely structured like a pro wrestling yeah. kind of. With uh, like promos. There are promos, there are characters, there are a lot of trash talking, there's storylines, and the, uh, it all plays out at the, at the table where we compete against each other in movie trivia. Amazing. Yeah. And what category is your category? There are four divisions okay. in Schmodown. There is mm-hmm. the singles division, singles, the teams division, the inner geekdom division, mm-hmm. and the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, I play the inner geekdom division, and that's distinct because it's uh, it's a it's a tailored list of films. It's mm-hmm. Not it's not every movie. Yeah. It's 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 geek movies. Yeah. Comic mm-hmm. book movies. Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Dick Tracy. <laughs> um, it's those. It's those types of films, and uh, that's those are, the, those are the only questions that I'll be asked. Mm-hmm. Singles and teams is literally just about any movie ever made. Oh wow! And oh wow! So, singles, obviously, you're by yourself. Teams, you have a partner. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the Star Wars division, which is strictly about German expressionism. <laughs> which the people who run it are fans of irony which is why it's titled that way I star mean, wars is very well represented in the schmodown so i've seen obviously um you compete and seeing like the board where all of the different categories exist which is this like really cool spin board um mm-hmm. where they have all of the different categories listed the, the wheel yes, yes the wheel <laughs> yeah. Got it right. um, sorry <laughs> I I am I am not on the show. <laughs> That's I bought the professional. Um, but yeah, so it's got like these really great categories, and like you know, they've got like fantasy, which can be anything from like you know, the Lord of the Rings, which everyone knows, to like Willow, which like very few fucking people have seen now. You Willow. Know? So it's like, it's, it's the breadth of category. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool to see like all of the different, like, I think you guys added a Spider-Man category. Is that right? There is recently? a Spider-Man slice. Yes. yes. 
that's uh-huh. a very difficult slice actually you think you think oh everyone's seen spider-man movies but these are uh very minutiae driven questions yes yes so. yes i'm um mm-hmm. obsessed with this uh jeopardy game um and you can play with your phone mm-hmm. and your phone acts as a call-in device so you can like boop what is blank and then you are playing and it's very funny because like what's the name of the guy that did um that like really long run and got like so much money oh yeah it's something really normal like ken jennings Ah, Jennings. yes trivia Fuck yes, I brought the right guy. Yeah. But like, it's so funny because like in this game, you can play against him. And it's Whoa. funny because not like a version where he's very clearly like just started the run where he's like, you know, just starting to become impressive, like just building. And then um, a couple of uh, episodes because it still plays in episode format later. Mm-hmm. Um, he's back, but now he's got like, millions in the bank and it's just like oh we'll never beat him now oh wow it's like mike tyson's punch out where yeah, like yeah. the first time oh that was easy i just beat ball bull but then when ball bull yeah. comes back you're like it's not gonna happen this time yeah. friend just comes in with the ko punch immediately yeah. it's like fuck yep 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 um hey we got a little bit of time left before we got to take a break Kristen, you got something you want to talk about. Let's get into product reviews. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I got you. I've definitely done this before. Alrighty, so I've got a new product. I've never tried it before and I'm very much looking forward to it, but it is a cookie. It is a cannabis cookie by Mabel and Company. Um, it is a single serving, 100 milligrams. So you technically it could Hello. be whatever you want it to be, but I would say that um, it is just wrapped in uh, <laughs> saran wrap. So I'd probably say a single serving, like just eat it in you know, a go with a friend, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm <laughs> um, probably not going to stay shelf worthy for very, very long. Um, but yeah, so it's got 100 milligrams in it, and uh, it's got the cutest little packaging. Maybe. Um, it says, uh, not for kids uh, <laughs> on the front. Yeah, get that um, in and big letters. Also, not for pets or children on the side. So it's like doubling down um, because this motherfucker was actually really, really easy to open considering uh, uh, safety lock standards. Right. Um, but I will also give them that it is wrapped in this. So that would be another um, two added layer. But like if you're marketing this to stoner, yeah, you want it to be as easy access as possible. Totally. Because based upon their mindset. Uh, I have been undone so many times by these fucking childproof locks and these weed products now. It's like you're trying to get stoners to solve a fucking puzzle before you want them to get into their shit. I can imagine they would be sending strongly worded emails yeah. to say, hey, quit thwarting us. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to get your cookie. Yeah. Just put your cookie, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I, like, it. there's, there are levels, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, upon first entry, 
I want it to be easy. I do understand making the packaging a little bit harder so I don't OD myself. It's almost mm -hmm. like it should be more Rubik's QB as it goes along. So the first cookie I eat is easy to get to. The second cookie is a little more difficult, so I have a harder time and it won't let me open a third cookie. Okay, so I just imagined a like cool universal weed lock picking device that we invent. And basically we make it in the shape of a marijuana leaf and on the different like leaf fronds, you do all the different types of picks that you need in order to safety open one of these motherfuckers. You're welcome industry. You're welcome. <laughs> We're figuring it out. Um, figuring it out create for it, you. Make it, make it happen. Um, I've just solved a bunch of fucking packaging problems. I've made a universal system. Um, not saying that I'm solving all the problems. I'm just saying that it's probably going to be helpful and someone smarter can figure out something better. But you know. <laughs> you got us there. Also, like, who wouldn't want to rock a fucking cool ass, like, marijuana leaf, like, fucking, like, what do they, flock pick pick yeah. thing? You know, yep. it'd be cool. That's all I'm yep. saying. Yep. Um, tell me, because that looks delicious, what flavor of cookie is that? So it is a chocolate chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chocolate um, chip. It smells um, like, um, not like weed, I guess I should say. Great. And um, I'm going to uh, now take a bite and it's gonna yeah. be real weird, so. <laughs> We're all gonna watch you while you bite into it. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna be really hard. <laughs> While it's not the like flavorless, like, oh, this is just a cookie that I've had before. Uh -huh. um, it's still pretty good um, and in hiding the, the taste, but I'm going to bite in. Let's see how far this goes. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, Kristen, mm -hmm. uh, while you continue to munch down on that cookie, we're going to jump to a commercial break. Saul, thank you so much for being here. We'll be right back with more Saul. Uh, you're listening to The Way Highway on Adobe Radio, and that's dope. So we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen, and our special guest today is Saul. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a question, Saul. So with your knowledge of trivia, mm -hmm. are you the guy to take to a bar trivia night? Is that something you yeah, do? I, uh, I, I don't do it because most people who know me well enough know not to take me anywhere. But, <laughs> but, uh, if I were to happen into that situation, mm -hmm. I would thrive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you're like the ringer. Like if someone has like a team that they need to bring in one person, they're like this guy. Hmm. I don't want to toot my own horn, but absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say, I don't want to say I'm like that fast, mm -hmm. but like, I don't want to lie to you either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and what do you do? Like, I guess. Which is your favorite category? Yeah, yeah. what's your favorite? Yeah. No, no, please, please. Favorite category? Yes. Um, I'm not sure I should say in case my enemies are listening. Okay. But oh, shit. Which one's definitely the one you fucking hate the most? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, um, I'm quite partial mm -hmm. to DC Comics. Okay. And there are a number of categories 
pertaining to DC movies. There's a DC category. There's a Superman category. There's a Batman category. I like all three of those. Mm-hmm. Those are those are not categories I have to uh, work hard for to know to uh, know a lot about and stuff like that. And uh, I like asking, I like answering questions about them. Mm-hmm. And I like it, it, it's when you when you study movie trivia for the sake of it, you have to understand what you're really doing. Like what what is the motivator here? Mm-hmm. And I genuinely really like acquiring that information and knowing it for whatever fucking reason yeah it's Mm. it's probably something from my you know weird childhood (laughs) um, that's manifesting now and um yeah if i could study batman and superman movies all day that's a good day yeah yeah Yeah. um it's uh it's almost at like the pop culture version of what like I had a teacher in college one time say to me, my only job is not to teach you anything that might be interesting. I only want to teach you shit that's going to come up at a cocktail party. Like that's all I want to teach you. Oh, um, so that when you go to a cocktail party, you can sound like you know what you're talking about. And I was like, okay, sir. <laughs> um, but it's like the, the version of that for pop culture. Uh-huh. Um, because you uh-huh. can have this like lexicon to immediately like engage with any fan, you know, mm-hmm. because whichever language that fan speaks, you can immediately speak the same language. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Hell yeah. yeah. That's how you describe my massive knowledge of DC comic based movies. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's how most people see that. See, I, I have a Batman tattoo. Right. So mm. I think it's pretty cool. Saul, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you find that you watch movies differently than like a regular person? Like, are you watching the movie to find intricacies, like things that you think will be involved in the trivia? Uh, well, I don't think I've ever watched a movie like a normal person ever. Fuck yeah. I, I have a different, <laughs> I've always had a different sort of connection with them mm-hmm. uh, since before I could remember. But now, yeah, you have to. But yeah. not, not exclusive. Like if I watch a movie for the first time that I've never seen, mm-hmm. I won't take notes on it or I won't be trying to memorize the character's street address. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> not the first go around. What right. color you know, certain people's capes are. Okay. I have to. My idea is that I let it wash over me, mm-hmm. because the movies that I know the most about are the movies that I I don't have to study, but the okay. movies that uh, I, I I sat in a theater or my home, and when and then when I was viewing them, I experienced aesthetic emotion, and I felt them. I felt them, and I and I was thinking about them simultaneously, mm-hmm. and they're in my brain forever. Those okay. are the movies that like I I there's certain I once I. I'm I'm sorry, I'm stuttering, but um, (laughs) there's certain movies I don't really have to study that often. Yeah. Yeah. And so those movies, I don't really have to do that for. Mm -hmm. It's the movies that I don't like, movies that don't resonate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are the movies I study the most. And when I'm watching them and I'm watching them often, like Mm -hmm. I do, I am, I am looking for 
what I how I see what the schmodown's about, like mm-hmm. what I think there is a good trivia question. Yeah. I'm hyper fixated on that. Yeah. Yeah. You almost like have to take on in the moments where you're watching the shit movies that you like hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you almost have to like take on the um brain and mentality of like question writer so that you can like all right well at least if i have to watch this i'll watch it uh, meticulously Uh so that i could like you know i would have the answers that i would fool myself in the question you know right (laughs) kind of reverse engineering yeah no uh that's what my crazy (laughs) ass would do uh I'm super interested to hear what is your favorite DC movie and then what is the one that you hate the absolute most? Favorite DC movie? That's, they are legion. Um, <laughs> you know, it's probably Batman Begins. All right. It's probably, I, I go back and forth in my head, Batman Begins in Dark Knight. Uh-huh. But Batman Begins has been winning for the past year or two. Mm-hmm. So, so Batman Begins and the uh, the first Superman with Christopher Reeve has a very, very special place in my heart. Yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, I think ba- I've seen Batman Begins five times in theaters. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, okay. uh, yeah, that one really strikes a chord with me. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite is not, it, it, it's Catwoman. <laughs> it's one of the worst movies ever made yeah it's not it's not just like the worst comic book movie ever made right it's the one of the worst movies ever made yeah and it's exceptionally despair inspiring because <laughs> how do you it's a great idea you get Halle Berry yeah to play Catwoman yeah I'm there yeah and I yeah. went I went to the theater uh-huh. and I was like this well, they, they can't fuck us up too bad Mm-hmm. And it's so much worse than you've heard. Yeah. yeah. It's a dreadful experience. No, because it's not even fucking Catwoman. And you know what? You're right. The answer is not Catwoman. I just remembered something. Oh, God. It's, it's the return of Swamp Thing. The return <laughs> of Swamp Thing is not only the worst DC movie, it might be the worst movie I've ever seen. No, it's no. Atrocious. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, so I can't. Funny. Yeah. There's something. There's something Catwoman stands upon, which is kind of mm-hmm. bonkers to think about. But yeah, mm-hmm. Return to Swamp Thing is worse than Catwoman. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible film. And it, there's nothing you can, like, at least when you see Catwoman, you right. go around talking to other people saying, yeah. well, I saw it. Oh, my God. Totally. How did they fuck that up? Uh, uh, when you watch Return to Swamp Thing, you just get like, you should just be angsty. Yeah. You start thinking about how you don't use your time properly. it's like there's nothing to take away from it yeah it's not so bad it's good it's just so bad it's terrible yeah Yeah. wow wow Mm -hmm. incredible like in my brain if i was watching something like that the whole time i would just be playing like the if game like the what if game and just be like okay what if it did this instead of that that would have been (laughs) so much better (laughs) Sure. Uh, but um so uh Batman begins. What uh what about again that's probably everything. What resonates with you? Like Christopher Nolan's directing, is it Christian Bale's Batman? Is it all of the above? 
Well, it, it, it's both of those things, and it's the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I walked around with that character in my head my whole life. And I remember at that time, you almost gave up hope that they're ever going to get it right. Yeah. And like you're the, the, the one that's in your head will never make it to the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then because the last movie, the best Batman movie before that was Batman and Robin. Yes. And um, I and I'm very troubled by this weird nostalgia way for people trying to tell me it's not as bad as you think. No, it, it, is. It, it, it's, it is. It's dreadful. I bad. love those movies and they are as bad as yeah. you think. And, but like oh, just teeny tiny little uh, uh, Robin who's what's he's like fucking 40 when he plays Robin Crusoe. Chris Dude, Chris O'Donnell for his entire career has been playing the youngest person that is the oh. oldest person on whatever the fuck it is. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. And I love Joel Schumacher. Uh-huh. He's actually a, one of my favorite filmmakers. He's made a pile of really good movies. Mm-hmm. None of them have Batman in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, you, if you're like a, like a casual film fan and you think he sucks because of those Batman movies, you're, you're wrong. He's yeah. a very good filmmaker. He's made a lot of really good movies and you should seek them out. Try to just forgive him for the Batman movies. Yeah. Uh, Cause he's asked you for it. He's yeah. apologized several times. <laughs> he passed away, unfortunately last year, but um, so begin begins took the, they made this goofy thing work mm-hmm. in a way that I never thought we'd get on screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, also it was one of the first times that we didn't have a fucking, bonkers villain mm-hmm. for a Batman mm-hmm. as well. We had a more grounded and based in reality version of a villain, um, which was like great to help establish that world. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for, you know, particularly his Bruce Wayne and his uh, Batman, um, which I'm just going to say it. He's not, He's not my Bruce Wayne. He's not my Bruce Wayne. He's not my Bruce Wayne. Fair. Um, but, you know. But he's your Patrick Bing. He is. Oh, my God. Christian every Bale, single God time. Damn. Every single time I, like, want to make someone feel uh, any type of awkward, I will just send them the uh, message of, like, uh, him just, like, looking at himself in the mirror while he's, like, fucking the person. <laughs> it's just so uncomfortable because the gif is just himself looking yeah. in the mirror, but it's oh the context. The context is key. Yeah. <laughs> fucking so Christian Bale, baby. <laughs> um and so then Dark Knight, I'm assuming that Heath Ledger is is Heath Ledger your favorite uh version of Joker? No. 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 It's Ooh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. And Dennis Nicholson. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Because even like, like the, even the Batman eighty nine, which I love, mm-hmm. is still a pretty abstract film. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's yeah. not really what an American city looks like. Yeah. And right. So I for years I remember thinking, like, well, that's the best we're gonna get. And we're only going to get stylized interpretations of him. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm now, to be honest, by now, I'm tired of the trend of like realistic, gritty mm-hmm. versions of things. Okay. But for Batman, for Batman, for especially for where it was, 
that was very necessary for James Bond. It was necessary because it got goofy. Right. And um, no one else needs to do it anymore. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. So the Batman, uh, are you, are you excited? Are you done with it? Are you intrigued? I am in this coiled phase uh-huh. <laughs> where I'm avoiding looking at anything. Okay. I don't, I know there's a lot of information out there. Mm-hmm. I, I ignore it. Yes. And I'm um, in this weird thing where I'm so excited that you wouldn't, but like you, you would have no idea that I am because okay. I don't talk about it. Yeah. I don't know anything about it and I know it's coming and then I'll just uh, spring the coil. <laughs> so that that's what I do with like Star Wars movies. Yes. And some other character that I really Yeah, uh, I do the with. same thing. Yeah. Any cuz like I'm really good at figuring shit out. So yeah. I have spoiled a movie because of my nerd knowledge pre-watching a movie because I've been like, "Oh, I know what that is, fuck." Yeah. Um yeah. and like I've done it several times. So I just don't watch trailers anymore. So for the Batman, I have not watched anything or like really seen anything other than like maybe a couple of like screenshots of like what a couple of actors look like. Okay. Okay. And then there was one piece of information, which I will not say out loud, that I read and went, oh, oh, that's a direction. (laughs) (laughs) And And now I'm like, oh, okay, well. I guess this is another buckle the fuck up situation. Like, not like, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of interested to see how it got there because it, my version of Batman, Mm -hmm. which uh, is Batman from Batman in the animated series. Mm Well, words today, Batman, Mm -hmm. the animated series. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, He's like in this like wholesome world um somewhat kind of even though it's dark Mm -hmm. um but they just fucking like took something and ran with it that i'm like oh okay this does not identify as my batman anymore you know it took it out of where i'm comfortable being like yep i would say that that's my batman all right all right um (laughs) yeah well, okay. One other question, whether it be uh, DC related, comic book related, nerddom related, what's one movie that you think we and Way Highway listeners don't know about right now that we got to get out and watch right now? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, this is very loosely related to DC. Uh-huh. But I'm going to recommend a David Mamet film oh. starring Val Kilmer uh, called Spark. Okay. It was an action movie that came out in 2002. 2002? 2003? 2002. <laughs> uh, it's the best action movie most of you have never seen. Oh, and it's wow. written and directed by David Mamet. Wow. Okay. And uh, Val Kilmer was once Batman. So that's my toe in the water there. Mm-hmm. And he plays a black ops guy who has to retrieve the president's daughter who's been kidnapped. Yes. I feel like like eight people saw this movie. 
I'm one of them. I saw it in theaters, but I feel like the other seven all work in Hollywood and ripped that movie off for a decade. Oh, wow. I feel like that's the acorn for a lot of like taken and a lot of other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And, uh, I recommend that. And uh, I cannot shut up about a movie called The Gunman. The Gunman. Starring Sean, starring, starring Sean Penn, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And uh, another great bulletproof little action movie that no one saw. Amazing. Amazing. Spark and The Gunman. Well, Spartan. 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 Like the 300 Spartans. Spartan. Yeah. Spartan. Spartan and The Gunman. Got it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Saul, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to come right back. We've got to take one more quick break. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to The Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen. And with us is Saul. He never gets old. Works every time. I love it. Uh, So, Saul, you're going to love this. (laughs) We're going to talk, well, because the holidays are coming up, right? Uh So everybody's got to get out there and get some stocking stuffers. Even stoners. Mm -hmm. Stoners need gifts, too. Uh, So we're going to talk about some stoner-approved gifts. And I welcome you to make fun of this stonerness <laughs> to your heart's content. Um, done and done. Yeah. Uh, Do we so, have anything as crazy as the um, the blunt glasses on there? <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, one time on the show, and Sean doesn't remember this, clearly. <laughs> one time on the show, we talked about these sunglasses that on the side of them had a place for you to pack flour. Oh, right. Hit so you <laughs> your fucking sunglasses like a little piece and then put them right back the fuck on your head and walk through security. Crazy. Wait a minute. Pack flour. You mean weed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then you could. Oh, so you would hide weed in your sunglasses? Yeah. So the weed came uh, in like, so the um, sunglasses mm-hmm. front the uh earpieces one of the earpieces would basically at the base be a little compartment for you to pack the pot into and then the pipe part of it was at the end and you could just smoke weed out of the (laughs) the ear who fucking made these Fuck yeah, fuck it. I don't it's some people who were like cool with their hair getting on fire, like who were just like chill with that. Also, who have like zero chill about smoking pot. Like zero chill. It's that's bizarre how motivated people who uh, are obsessed yeah. with weed paraphernalia are uh-huh. Uh-huh. to to be sneaky and yeah. It, it, I you because you would think. You just be like, oh, wait till I get home. Yeah. 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 I, I am I am a public smoker and I have mm-hmm. been like, there have been several times where I've been to a place where I was not the person smoking the pot. Mm-hmm. 
someone else was very not discreetly smoking the pot, but because I don't hide my like vape pen in any way, shape or form, if I have it, like security has come up to me and been like, Hey, can you please not do that? And I'm like, Oh, I haven't. It was uh, definitely not me. Cause that's not what this smells like. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just a, a, a cool incognito weed thing that's not also potentially going to uh, spontaneously combust you as a per- person, you know? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hear about like all this weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it's designed by like, you ever watched World War II movie where people have to escape the prison camp? <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. They like, they're hiding dirt in like, when, on, when they go for a walk, so they mm-hmm. hide it down in they, their pant leg. Yeah. And they uh, they make fake uniforms out of like a curtain. Mm-hmm. Like, is that where is that what happened? Like, world like that whole generation taught people how to hide weed. Yeah, I think it was a combination of that and the MythBusters. MythBusters, MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Maybe MacGyver because I, I remember people doing this way before MythBusters. Yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. very fair. But yeah, it's it's almost a little like you're at this point, you're trying to be too incognito. I think what it what it is, is it's the older generation of stoners that remembered having mm-hmm. to like have a dealer and sneak around yeah. with it and you're going to get mm-hmm. in trouble. And so now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, what if sunglasses were a pipe and then you could go to a music festival and smoke weed there and set all your friends on fire? Yeah. Whereas you could just go to the music festival yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but I like mean, no other drug no other drug inspires this no like coke people don't do this <laughs> no, like no they're no. not hiding mirrors in their you know hair yeah, yeah they've, they've got too little time of their high to spend problem solving on this i guess you know right. also <laughs> like weed breeds paranoia and mm-hmm. cocaine breeds invincibility so like you start smoking weed, then you're like, we got to hide this. You start doing cocaine and you're like, everybody's got to know. But uh, oh, see, here, the first gift on, on this list mm-hmm. is exactly what we're talking about, Saul. This is the proto rocket pipe. Uh, so proto, the proto pipe gave the world the Swiss army knife of pot pipes uh, back in 1970, I guess is when it was first made. It's practically indestructible. It's perfectly palm shy, palm sized. It's mm-hmm. a hand machined piece of brass that features a swivel lid, a permanent screen, a stash pod that holds about five bowls, an onboard poker that holds the whole thing together. Uh, and it can be used to clean the screen and the bowl. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's just basically this kind of, concoction of weed things that like are all put together on one pipe and like come apart like a Swiss army knife and it's brassy and it looks crazy. And like, I wouldn't be able to figure it out if I was ever using it. Well, I'm finally glad you guys have this. (laughs) Smokers can finally enjoy themselves. Yeah. They don't have to worry about not having access to that stuff. Right. 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 Case closed. Case 
closed. <laughs> Are you looking at it, Kristen? I'm, I'm trying to find it, but oh, no. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I just pulled up Krampus and I was like, that's fucking last week, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailing this. Oh, no. That's what I'm doing. Uh, second on the list is the Blazy Susan spinning rolling tray. <laughs> Shut your whore face. <laughs> the blazing Susan. Blazy Susan. Like a lazy blazy. Susan, but it's blazy. Susan. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> so uh, this is just a, a spinnable pink tray that has two different joint rolling areas. So you can Mine roll with sold. a friend. Uh, it's got a, a silicone slap uh, that you can put concentrates in. Uh, dedicated slots for stash jars, grinders, lighters, and other smoking accoutrement. You uh, also have room for your D20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's right in there. What's, you know. a, what's a D20? A die. A D20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in their advertising photo, there happens to be a D20 in one of the pockets. They're trying to appeal to a lot of crowds with this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And probably they have to because, um, I mean... I, not, don't get me wrong. This tray is 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 nice. It's cute. It's got a lot of things on it. But it's also $100. Which I think is too much for a Blazy Susan spinny rolling tray. Um, Blazy Susan. Get it? Uh-huh. And then a Lazy Susan... Yeah, but, but for weed, it's a blaze. Yeah, so there's there's a reason. There's yeah. a reason for the lazy. Yeah, so I mean, it's lazy. It, it's a very layered joke. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Lots of unpack. Yeah, thank you very much for explaining. Yeah. <laughs> this today's feminist journey <laughs> to the barrel water industry. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh. What do you do? You think they had like like someone just said "lazy Susan" and they made, like backed themselves up? Like, well, now we have to make it. Probably. Or do you think they came with the idea first and then they went? Wait a minute! This is like a lazy Susan. Let's just call it a like. What do you think happened first? It depends on when they smoke during the board meetings. Right. If they smoke like- first. Then they were like the thing, and then they somebody said Blazy Susan. If they don't smoke first, somebody well, actually I don't know now because then you'd get high and say Blazy Susan. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think happened. Yeah. Here's the inception of this device. Mm-hmm. One woman was like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw the fucking cutest little uh, uh, mimosa party mm-hmm. brunch. That's what they're called, not mimosa parties." <laughs> Brunches, whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, she had a bunch of friends show up and uh, she had a cute ass charcuterie board mm-hmm. that she had retrofitted to be weed uh, accoutrement. And then was like, God, it would be so great if we just had this and oh my God. And then she and all of her friends there then united to make the Blazy Susan and one team forged. I'm against this. <laughs> I don't know why. Someone's rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, okay, okay. They, just, they, they were like, hey, you know what? We're going to make your life easier and more convenient. And the men were like, no, I don't like it. Can't have it. Can't have Perfect. it. Perfect. Uh, it's, it's like I had friends back in the day that refused to get grinders and would only use like little rocks glasses and pairs of scissors. What? They would, yeah, like they would put weed in a rocks glass and take a pair of scissors and cut, 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 cut. Rather it sounds than like someone who just wants to waste their time. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what, what, um, why did they do that? <laughs> well, well uh, you got to like break the weed up and literally you could just do it with your hands. But if you're rolling a joint, you got to break the weed up. And so like, do you use your hand? Do you upgrade and get a grinder? Or do you, are you a fan of wasting time and you use a rocks glass and a pair of scissors? Hmm. I mean, it's like, if you've got nothing else, I appreciate the ingenuity, Yeah. but just like invest in you, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's like, is, is the grinder like a Shakespeare bust and you lift the head back and you stick the weed in and you close it uh-huh. and it grinds it. Yeah. yeah. And then it comes out. That's exactly. And so he says he's never smoked weed before, but here he is telling us exactly what everything fucking is. Oh my gosh. Sus as fuck over here. Sus as fuck. Um, so grinders are like small metal guys that have multitudes of different like layers and or filters in order to crush up the normally this size or larger little nuggets of flour into pieces that you can then put into um, something that you can roll and then smoke. All right. And or put into the piece. And then smoke. There's a lot that surrounds weed smoking. So many yeah. pieces. There's a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We love yeah. our fucking toys. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, as recreational uh, legality sweeps the country. Like it's just more and more and more everything you could think of. Like this next thing on this list here, the stays vacuum sealed jars. These are high tech looking. They almost look like little flashlights. Uh, they, they, they are stash jars that you put your bud into um, create, and they create airtight vacuum seals that will prolong the life of your bud. But also like, doesn't bud come in that stuff essentially now? Like mostly it comes in glass jars that have, maybe that's not airtight seals, but I, I feel like this is a reinvention of a wheel that might not even be necessary. Yeah. So I feel like these are, these are saying that they do something that I don't believe for the price of $15 each or $40 for a set of three can actually do the thing that they are saying that they do. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is to like suction out all of the air within the stash to make sure it stays the freshest it can be. Oh, like, right. Yeah, I missed this part where you twist it shut and you pump until you hear a click and you're suctioning out the air. Yeah. Interesting. So like, I, I would like it to be true. I just need to see, um, I just need to see the scientific data got it i need oh. my facts okay okay um coming up next uh saul here it is these are the sarah x hemson collection of grinders 
Uh, and they're, uh, they're the cannabis grinders. They are made of pale beech wood. Um, they come in a different, uh, a few different uh, shapes slash sizes. The bob, which resembles a stylish egg timer. Uh, the pillar, which uh, looks like a kind of salt grinder. Um, this thing's ugly as fuck. <laughs> this thing is boring vanilla ash shit that like <laughs> I don't see any fucking pothead spending $70 for this horse shit like fuck you Too slap a color money. on it or something but like yeah steal like, a purple yeah. mirror off a table at a restaurant yeah and then just take the peppercorns <laughs> yeah mm. yeah because yep. this looks like yeah it just looks too like it's trying to be chic but it's yeah. coming off as ikea yeah yeah it's just designed where it's like we really want this to fit in with your like random kitchen shit yeah. that you have we're hoping that we can also match your wood flooring <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep um i'm gonna uh, skip down a little bit because i want to get to the uh <laughs> Drew Martin, ex heretic, the herbalist, eau du parfum. Fuck off. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be serious. <clears throat> what, what does this fucking shit do? Earlier this year, local cannabis brand Drew Martin, whose flagship product is a line of botanical infused pre rolled joints, uh, which we. Um, I don't, did we review them on the show? I've had them before. They're low-dose joints that have uh, peppermint. So rose petal and peppermint was the one that I had. They also mm. do lavender and passion flower. Basically, they're low-dose THC joints that have other good-tasting uh, um, things within them so you can, like, chill and smoke and not get super, super high. Uh, but what this is... Um, is Drew Martin has partnered with LA-based Heretic Parfum to create the Herbalist, an eau de parfum cologne, uh, that Drew Bart Martin co-founder Andrew Freeman says might be the first THC-infused fragrance to hit the market. Uh, the combination of lavender, hinoki, yuzu, and jack hare cannabis uh, makes for a unisex scent that is spicy, citrusy, lively, and light. The bad news, although it's not mind-altering, it does contain THC, so you'll need to pick it up at a dispensary. Uh, the, this is so stupid. This is so yeah. stupid. This is so stupid. You this hate is it. So stupid. You hate it. hate it so much. You hate okay, it so, so much. Thing. I used to work <laughs> as a fragrance uh, specialist, and there is nothing about this fragrance that makes it one special. Um, other than the THC, which <laughs> isn't going to do anything to the fragrance to enhance it in any way, shape, or form. Like, you probably won't even be able to really smell it unless they, like, really, really, really make that, like, mm -hmm. one of the notes. But I feel like since it's a fragrance, they're not going to try to highlight the note of weed because people aren't trying to walk around smelling like fucking weed. I feel like the point of a weed fragrance would be to hide that smell, you know? Uh -huh. And so they're like, oh, it's a weed fragrance, but oh, oh, it doesn't smell bad. It smells like yuzu and hanuku and lavender. And it's like, oh yeah, but like 
that's just what the actual perfume would have smelled like. Also, it's a cologne, which means it's going to last for the shortest amount of time of any of the like perfumes. So it's just an expensive thing for not a quality product. I'm just calling it out. I don't like it. I feel like this is Chanel's advent calendar for anyone who does not know. Wow. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sure you have great intentions, but like, don't come at us with some bullshit ass perfume. Yeah, I'm against it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) the cologne did not hit. Kristen, favorite stocking stuffer from the ones we got to talk about? So, Blazy, goodness, well, Blazy Susan. That cologne. Oh, yeah, it would be the Blazy Susan. <laughs> I'd be actually really excited about getting a Blazy Susan. They're very silly and very pink. Yeah, yeah, I like the Blazy Susan, too. Saul? Um, well, they all bother me. <laughs> <laughs> make me question things and inspire questions that I'll never get answers to. Yeah. I feel like it could probably kill someone with the proto-rocket pipe, though. (laughs) Going over this list was watching, like, a a college filmmaker try to rip off David Lynch and not give you any real (laughs) solutions Uh, because they think that's what he's doing. And uh, He likes the vacuum seal. (laughs) I feel lesser that I've done this. And uh, I am very proud to be the stain on your career. <laughs> and I hope I find the Blazing Susan people. <laughs> it's just, I'm going to let them know a few things. Yeah. yeah. Just going to go with a gigantic boom box playing the song Turn Around. <laughs> because it's a Lazy Susan, everyone. And Lazy Susan's spin. Yay! Um, <laughs> Oh my God, we are out of time. But Saul, thank you so much for being here. That was an absolute blast. We're going to have to do it again. Thank you very much for <laughs> Of course, of course. And make sure you listen to The Way Highway each and every week on Adobe Radio. Go to the, uh, wait, first, let me tell you, it's Thursdays, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And then also tell you to go to the place where you get your podcasts, download old, old episodes of The Way Highway, leave us a rating, leave us a review. We'd love it. Kristen, get us out of here. Oh, wait, Brooke, can I mention that? Of course, please. Yes. You can find the movie trivia showdown yes. on YouTube.com. YouTube, and, and we're on Twitter. And Perfect. Yes. Where could they find you on social media? Oh, no. not really around. No. no. Um, <laughs> I, I only have Twitter. It's the only social media account I've ever had, and it's mandated. And it, you can find me at one word, Schmodown Saul. Schmodown Saul. Perfect. And if you would like to follow us on social media, you could follow Sean Cowick at Sean Cowick. You could follow me, Kristen Sanchez at Siren16X. You could follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway or send us an email at wayhighway at adobe.com. We just want to thank you all for listening. Thank you so for being on. Thank you, Schmodown, for existing. Um, Everyone who hasn't watched it, please go check it the fuck out. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Nice Guy Digital. Thank you, Adobe. Thank you, Dr. God. Thank you, Gregory Jenkins. And uh, thank you, Bernie and Jelly. Did I forget anyone? No, you got it. You got thank it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.